0: Week. <laughs> yeah,
1: we a little bit early, but you know,
0: your Christmas gift, a Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever you celebrate. Festivus, whatever. Wherever y'all wanna do. But this is Mega Sheen and we are here to give y'all another show this week. How are you, Nick?
1: I am doing pretty good. Uh, counting down the days where I can go on home and eat and drink. Um <laughs> not so much news coming over my way just uh doing rehearsals working on my fitness you know mhm other than that i'm i'm good i'm easy like sunday morning
0: that's good i am um things are good here we're about to head off on our we have a week left, and then we're off for two weeks of just doing nothing, which is hard to do when you are single in a big city. Because when you're single in a big city, you have a lot to do and nothing to do. So <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting to, you know, see what's out there. Um, and and I'm getting mad at folks because I'm tired of seeing everybody Christmas cards with, you know, couples in, like, the cards. Like, oh, listen, so we're having a happy Christmas. I'm like, well, good for you. So I'm trying not to be better about that. Listen, but. we
1: have never done that. and like, the 10 years we've been together, we do not do
0: any kind of cards like that. I think people do that out of spite, to rub <laughs> in your face, to be like, look, bitches, we got somebody you don't. Like, I feel like that's me, and that's my stuff. But you know what? That's okay. That's all right. It's not about me today. It's about y'all. So we're going to give y'all a show. We're going to kind of give y'all a little bit of, you know, today we're going to talk about, hmm, what well, the best and worst of this year. But then we're gonna give you in the future a little bit later in, you know, in another episode about you know what we hope to see in 2007. Cause you know 2016, I said 2007, 2017, 2016 just needs to go ahead and just burn die. to yes. ashes. Burn and die. Cause this has been a mess, but we'll get into that a little bit later. So let's, you know, let's go ahead and get up into this tea. Been... On
1: Maze Tea, that is.
0: Yes, yeah, that is.
1: So, last week, the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer dropped. Oh, it did, and, yeah. And uh, what are your first
0: impressions of it? I liked it. I enjoyed it. was action. I, I like the actor, Tom Holland. I know some people, I remember when <clears throat> they were casting, you know, some people wanted someone of color, you know, and I, and I got that too, but I've grown to like Tom. Um, he has that banter, that witty banter that's really funny, and I think he's a good character in it and I love that we have um, two women of color who will be in this Um, we got Laura Heller or something like that Harrier and then we have Zendaya so you know Zendaya is supposedly Mary Jane and Laura is Liz Allen so I like the fact that um, Liz is kind of the hot girl that everybody wants and she's a black girl I love that so yeah I thought it was really good looking forward to see what the vulture has to bring Um, and you know, it looks like it's gonna be a fun movie to watch. What do you think? I uh, have to completely agree.
1: Uh, not only did we have women of color, but we had uh, Asian actors mm-hmm. who had more than you know two minutes <laughs> on the fin- on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Michael Keaton as the vulture looks like it's gonna be. He's look like he's a very serious, intimidating villain. Yeah. Getting it in with the, the little kids or mm-hmm. the, the younger actors. So, um, cause we, I grew up with him, you know, in the '89 Batman, so yeah, to him that kids still having these comic book roles is good. Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm excited, yeah, Stay excited.
0: And for some reason, I've always found Michael Keaton attractive. Maybe that's just me, but okay, I. Okay, well, (laughs) since I always have something about him. I I watched him the other day and Mr. Mom's like, I remember I was young and I saw Mr. Mom's like, oh, he was always kind of this cute, funny guy and Batman and some of the other movies he's been in. Like, I've always found him attractive. So, I I like that he's still working. And I think he's going to be a great villain. But I want some of y'all to quit thirsting after Tom Holland. This I mean, some of y'all are thirsting like he's a, like, this boy is a smooth 20 years old. Like, I felt very, um, <laughs> I don't know,
1: what's the word? Ashamed to myself for liking when I know he had his shirt off. Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, oh, that's cute, but I was like, hold on, is he legal? I, know, and I, I was like, right. he, I was like, oh my god, I feel like a horrible person. I know. So some people were like, ooh, and they was like, oh, I was like, girl, you're forty one, so just I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, you're forty one. He's just turned twenty, just that's so. Cute. I don't yeah. think he's probably started shaving yet. I know, and to me, that's like my students. So, you know, anybody around there, I'm like, mm-mm, nope, nope, mm-mm, go home. But, you know, for some of y'all who, you know, teach your own, but I'm just saying, smooth 20. Like, I'm just saying, like... Like, fresh out the womb. Mm-hmm. Ew, just cut off milk. Still don't know about what to do, how long to last, how to put the condom on. That type of 20. That's like, it just...
1: That kind of switch. I'm like, yeah, it was, I felt, he was, a, he's attractive, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's just like, oh my God, am I supposed to be liking this? <laughs> like, can I see your driver's license, please, sir? Yeah.
0: That type. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, don't be trying to message me on on Growler. Don't be trying to do that. That's, that's the type of like, mm, who are you? How are you? He's that type. Right. But no, I, you know, the trailer, it, it was nice. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be fun.
1: Did you see, isn't Donald Glover in that?
0: Yes, he is, but we don't know what his role is. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? But.
1: Well, <laughs> and moving on to On Base T,
0: what else we got? We got, um, we got Kelly Osborne who wants us, and that, that's the queer community, to give Trump a chance. Okay,
1: so first of all, this is gonna be a fresh fuck no <laughs> now Kelly was speaking at a uh, fundraiser for the Trevor Project in LA when she made this mm. comment and that's so the worst basi- place to make her she basically compared the passage of equal rights for LGBT people to Trump's election I'm like okay girl I don't know where you're getting your facts from but they are just loud and wrong number one number two how can you compare these two nobody as far as I know that voted for Trump is getting murdered in the street or is getting left to uh, ride on a, a post beat up nobody is getting oh, shot 49 people shot dead in a club because they didn't vote for because they voted for Trump so don't tell me or tell us that we need to give this motherfucker a chance mm-hmm. especially when you're just like oh I Was a judge on drag race oh yada 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 this that and the third but then you're gonna open your mouth to say this and bitch do you even have the legal right to vote anyway <laughs> i'm like come on now who are you who's zooming who
0: no i think she does cause i think she mentioned before because they've been here for a while so i think she does i think she's i want to say she mentioned that she voted in the past I'll give her that piece, but I won't give her anything else.
1: I'm gonna give her nothing. I'll give her that. A, a, a fuck you and nobody asked you for your fucking comments.
0: I'll it's give silly. her the yeah. I'm uh, still big Osborne. Yeah, I will No, I will give her the slaw in this two piece because I'm not she could have kept all that and I was like, You can go right back where you from in your house and just, you know, stay talking over there. You, you just go back where you're from in Hollywood and just stay quiet. We didn't really need you to come out and say anything at all. And speaking we of really, more, no, Really did. speaking of more silly statements, Miss, miss girl, um, Lee Daniels, who was always, always, always. Mm, Trying it. Always, like, I'm like, are you just saying stuff to say stuff anyway? Um, she said, <laughs> she said several things. She said that one, um, her, um, remake of, um, Sparkle, that's what it looks like to me. Sparkle, um, Sparkle Light, Sprick, or whatever, <laughs> I can't think of a word for it. Diet. Sprickle, Diet, Diet, Sparkle, Diet, Sparkle, um, you know, cast a white girl in it because they wanted, to, he wanted the country to heal as if we don't have tons of white girls leading T V shows already, but okay. CW built on white girl um T V, but okay. So that's he wants the you know, the, the you know, the country to heal because this white girl who is singing soul music in Atlanta is gonna heal America. Or, there's no black folks in fucking Atlanta. Okay, but yeah, this white girl who is, you know, this this special voice, this siren is gonna say but anyway, the statement I was was just looking at was the one he said I wouldn't be where I was if I embraced racism if I embrace it then it's then it became real and if it became real I would be an angry black man and I'm laughing because I'm like okay so he's not going to embrace it but it's going to embrace him it is going to treat him a certain way did he not talk about how he was treated a certain way in the industry for all these years and not taken seriously about race but anyway um has it, did he not argue about not having enough people of color in the writer's room? That's that's about race. He but.
1: did argue that. It was actually like a roundtable discussion. Mm. I remember seeing a yeah. video about that and he was trying to... He was coming for one of those little people. But I'm like, okay, ma'am. First of all, you black. Second of all, you're gay. In an industry that is predominantly middle-aged heterosexual white men so for you to say that oh basically he just said all lives matter i don't see color type bullshit so for you to say all of this kind of negates a platform that you could be using to say something good or do something good because let's let's face it uh empire for once was built on the shoulders of taking advantage of black women. Hmm. You see uh, Cookie doing, what, 17 years for Lucia's high yellow ass. But it's just like when people get a a little bit of money and they act brand new, they don't remember where they come from, that type of bullshit. And so I'm
0: writing her off. Yeah, this new niggerism sometimes be too much for me and and, and I, I'm like, I'm trying to say why you can't embrace it because I feel like we have to embrace it. We have to embrace this in order to deal with it and then move forward. If we never embraced, uh, if we didn't embrace racism, uh, we will be a mess. Like, I'm like, no, we have to embrace it. That's a part of our history. That's a, that's a part of us. We have to embrace it. And yes, we need to be angry. We need to be angry about what's going on out here. You're talking about, we go I'll be angry black. Yeah, we're going to have to be. We are angry, I'm proud to be angry. I'm not happy with what's happening. So, right. Right. like
1: for me, it's not about embracing it. It's about acknowledging that it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, in regards the systems that have been set up to have like a white supremacy white supremacy white people now have to acknowledge that those systems were put in place to benefit them mm-hmm. and to keep anybody that didn't look like them under their foot that's acknowledging it now once we acknowledge that then we can start breaking those systems down and whatnot but first to go about oh we're just going to embrace it no we have to acknowledge that it happened and then figure out what are the tools to make this a country which is supposed to be for all of people by the government for the government and all of that and again i'm you know it's one almost that niggas is going nig type bullshit mm-hmm. and i can understand getting your money i'm not denying that but it succumbs to a time where you have to acknowledge where you're coming from and don't forget all of those people that are still struggling yeah it's, I, i'm just done. i'm so done with this kind of cooning type sh- shucking and in so i can go get the next Piece of lead in line for
0: NASA. You know, I'm, I'm tired of that. I'm so tired. Yeah, I am too. And um, it's like I said. I mean, it, it, it's not surprising because Lee Daniels has said things before, but it's just kind of ridiculous that even now that is what he's saying and putting out there in the public. So you know what, Lee, you can, you know, good luck on Sprickle Sprack, whatever the name of the show going to be. You can do that I'm not watching I haven't been I can't I don't feel like you're you with us right now so I feel like until you get yourself together you're gonna have to go on you're gonna have to go on right. and get yourself together
1: and one more thing just because somebody like a creator is black or an actor is black or what have you is black doesn't mean that black people can't be critical of them Yeah. you know it's okay just to be for my people or, you know, I'm doing this for the black people. But us as the black audience have to be critical and hold those people that we look up to as icons or as leaders in our community in the same regard if it was, you know, just like a regular Joe Schmo. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I mean, I... I For me, I do embrace what's happening to us. I am an angry black gay man. I... I I'm angry because I don't like what I see, and I can't not ignore it. I have to embrace it. I have to accept it, and I have to use that to do better, you know. So that, that you know, that's that's what it is. But, you know, if money can change me to where I can forget <laughs> or whatever, if that is his uh, elixir to forget what we've been going through, then so be it. But I don't ever want to hear him. Try to talk about racism since he now doesn't want to embrace it. So I feel like everything he's ever talked about before is kind of negated, right? It's like it's negated at this point. Right. right. I
1: tell you what, them police officers that might stop you and shoot you yep. with a camera rolling won't uh
0: won't see your color. And they will, and you will be discriminated against with you and your white partner or wherever he is. When they see you somewhere, um, you will be discriminated against. So you you're not free from none of it. So you need to understand it all, Lee. Miss Leanne. <laughs> All right, but back on some geeky stuff. So, um, Batman. So for some reason, <laughs> the word came out. Now we. This is kind of not set in stone, and we don't know how completely true this is. But um, you know, as we are waiting to see Justice League, um, the the second part has been pushed back or delayed because they're trying to make room <laughs> for Batman. Another Batman film. Um, and guess who's going to direct it? Well, at this point, we, we it may be Zack still. Um, but no, 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 I actually, I'm wrong. Um, ben is going to kind of maybe be the director of this one with the help of Zack. But they're going to push back the second Justice League to get this out. And I'm sitting here thinking, do we really need to push back this movie for a Batman movie? And are we... Are we asking for a Batman movie? Like, do we really want to see this? Like, I, I've been trying to, I, you know, on the internet, so I haven't seen people like, ooh, I can't wait. I have been like, oh. That's all I've been seeing people go like, oh. Okay.
1: Yeah, this has been like, what, six or seven Batman movies?
0: It's been a, it's been too many.
1: Like, so, Ben, ben Affleck was a good Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not taking that away from him. Batman. However, don't tell the same old st- origin story going to do a Batman story, do something completely different that we haven't seen before, Mm -hmm. and to potentially push this up.
0: Uh, I mean and I mean I know they're working on it. We 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 saw, you know, Deathstroke and we know it's going to address the Robin or whatever. But I'm just like I you know, to DC D, uh, Batman is to DC as Wolverine is to the other Marvel, not the Marvel, but the other Marvel, um the Fox Marvel. And I feel like that's a lot and I'm kind of tired of this I mean, I, I get... I know what it is. It's the, it's the overall, you know, you know, handouts to the boys when it comes to, like... Because, you know, the men are so big on these super characters and Batmans, Wolverines, to where we get the stuff that we get. And um, it's kind of irritating, you know, to some degree. Because I feel like we're so stuck on these type of movies, we're not really getting the best of the other characters that we can see. So... I really hope they think through this and I hope it's kind of a rumor. If anything.
1: Like what you said, it's almost, I can understand the cash cow as far as Batman, as far as Wolverine, you know, whatever. But at some point, it seems like you're gonna peak and then the amount of money that you put into a movie, you're not gonna see like a a revenue of it. Mm -hmm. So it would make show that representation matters and representation equals more money so if they would take a chance on some of these other stories because there's so many different stories that have a whole slew of diverse characters if they would take that chance they would see that the minorities especially the black people are going to come out and support
0: True. I mean, I feel like when you think about all the Batman movies, all the animated Batman movies and series, I just feel like we we are Batman out. Like, I'm bad out. Like, I don't really care to see anything else about him. Keep him as a team member, but focus on the Wonder Woman. Focus on, well, Cyborg, if you can make it. I struggle with his story, too, because I feel like it's not interesting enough for me, but... Focus on some of the other D C people. Like I don't know if we really need to see any more Batman. So if they're gonna do this delay that it needs to be a good Batman. But again, my faith in the D C universe is broke. Especially today. Like I don't know if you saw this, but before we got on the air, they just announced that um um who will be the half brother of Aquaman. And it would be I think it's Patrick, what's his name? Patrick. He's now he's cute. He's in the Conjuring, and he. I can't trust him there. He was <laughs> crazy in the Conjuring, so. He's in that. He was also um in the, he was in Watchmen. He's a cute actor. Has a cute butt. But besides that, I mean, he's a white guy. I was like thinking, okay, he's the half brother. It, it could be done, of course. But i was like okay. Yeah, I could have. The actor's name is Patrick Wilson. Yeah, Patrick. Well, I could think of his last name.
1: Now it in- wasn't. Yeah. At one point, I know he did that. He was a bastard in the series, in the Justice League series. Mm-hmm. But did they, I don't know, cause I haven't, I've never read any kind of Aquaman comics. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like he will probably do something shitty in this
0: movie. But I thought, yeah, but I, I thought that was what Black Manta was gonna be. Cause I'm like, you got his brother, you got Black Manta. I mean, who knows? But I, I just saw that and I was like, okay.
1: He Hmm. could be joining up with Black Manta. Yeah.
0: But this half-brother of Jason, though? I was like, are we trying to whiten up Jason? Like, I feel like what are we trying to do? Patrick must be the ugly brother. It must be. I mean, because I was thinking, you know, like, somebody like The Rock, I can see. Like, you know, if they got somebody like, okay, we have Jason here, and we have somebody. Like, you know, they both kind of ambiguous with their race to some degree. (laughs) Could we kind of stay with ambiguous? piece, like, to have Patrick Wilson, who's very white, and then to have Jason Moma, who is not white at all, I I was like, I don't know if I would have made that casting choice, but... mm, We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Yeah, to be determined, y'all. Yeah, as y'all know, we always say we'll see, because we can't... We have to see if ourselves, and usually end up being right at the end, but besides that, it's just... (laughs) It's just like, okay. But, um, let's see, to get in... To, I guess, kind of wrap up Aunt May's Tea, the Golden Globes came out, the nominees came out today, this morning. And it was wonderful to see Moonlight nominated multiple times, like multiple times. Um, on a geeky front, it was really nice to see Deadpool nominated for Best Motion Picture Comedy and Musical and Best Actor in the Motion Picture Comedy and Musical for Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool. But that was kind of neat, because we don't really get that. Um, when it comes to, you know, our hyper movies, our superhero movies. So I was like, that's okay, go ahead, Ryan. Um, it was also nice to see people of color really nominated. You have Tandy Newton nominated, Best Supported Actress in Westworld, which she kills it in that. Um, also, we have more, you know, um, we had, you know, Game of Thrones, Westworld. Stranger Things also got a novel Best Drama, and Winona Ryder got um, Best Supported Actress Nomination as well for drama, so
1: he, uh insecure was nominated yep. for um uh, best performance by actress in a television series yeah uh Marshalla Ali was nominated for uh-huh. uh, his uh acting in moonlight um who
0: else? see rammy, my husband he got nominated for mr robot mm-hmm. um Kerry Washington for Confirmation, Best act, best Performance by Actress in the limited series. It's a lot of people of color, a lot of geeky things. Atlanta got nominated. Um, Donald Glover got nominated for Atlanta for Best Actor for a TV series. It was a nice representation, but what I was a little bit bothered with was I didn't see anything for Luke Cage, and I didn't see anything for Queen Sugar. And I was thinking, did Queen Sugar make it in, in time? I was like, yeah. They would have, have to because
1: Denzel and Viola yeah. nominated for fences.
0: fences, and that comes out on Christmas. So I was like, why not? I'm a little bit bothered with that. I'm a little bothered with that.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at that. The, them a little sideways on those, but you know, as we got a lot of people of color mm-hmm. nominated, and I might watch this award show. You know, I can't fuck with award shows because they are just so drawn out, and it just
0: can't fuck them, well. but I, I might watch this one yeah there's a lot of people up for you know who are up for awards and like i said before i like that the fact that we have some geek representation up in there um again with deadpool i mean that's like really Deadpool. like it's like whoa look at Deadpool. but you know that 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 strikes you know me in the sense of you know that was a it was an interesting movie it was a good movie it was something that kind of broke the mode over there in fox when it comes to their mutant movies it was something new and different for them so This is a nice nod to them and Ryan, who, you know, this was his dream role. So, it was you know, I was happy for him, his cute self. But I'm also really hoping that Moonlight just takes away a lot of things. That movie is amazing. And let me tell y'all, if y'all have not seen this movie, y'all need to go and see it. You need to bootleg it. You need to find it. I hate to say bootleg. I want y'all to put money into it. But, you know, if you can't see it yet, figure out to get it. It needs to get on that, what, VOD, whatever it is, to get on something quick, because it, it's it's a beautiful movie. It's a sad movie. It's a sad movie.
1: I was going to see it because it was playing here, but then I got busy with, you know, other things. And mm-hmm. by the time I got unbusy, it already left. So I'm like, okay. Because, you know, those kind of movies don't come Yeah. to Lexington. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to see
0: it. I think you're going to like it, because it, it just... It touches on, you know, for a lot of especially, you know, men of color. We grew up, we are taught to be such masculine boys, and there's just some pieces in there that, I'll say one of them, I won't spoil the movie for those who haven't seen it, but there's one piece, and they cut the scene out, but you can see it in other previews, but there's a part where he's dancing by himself as a little kid. He's dancing by himself, he's spinning around in a circle. You can see the gif, you can actually put the gif up. On, on Twitter actually but he's dancing by himself and he's spinning around in a circle and it just reminded me of like you know when we we're little and we we're finally figuring out that there are certain things we like like I'm for me when I heard disco years later in my life like when I was like in the seventh grade I it just resonated so much with me and I don't you know and I was just like so free to hear it but nobody was playing it because it was the 80s at that point but just hearing the beat and the rhythm and stuff, I was like, oh, my God, this is so freeing and everything and so dramatic and, oh, I guess it is gay. Like, it was that freedom of, like, just dancing to it. Or I know, like, some people will say, like, when they first heard um, the remix to, you know, certain Mariah Carey songs or Whitney Houston songs when they were little and how that just kind of, like, resonated for them, like, the freedom within that scene by itself was, like, it just hit me that hard that way
1: i'm
0: gonna definitely have to see it yeah it is really good it is really good so we have anything else on on this on this tea tray you know what i think i think we're good for now okay because yeah there was just a little bit of you know a little bit of stuff happening a little bit of stuff happening for the new year but um yeah that was pretty much it i can't think of anything else oh well i do have one thing oh go ahead
1: so last Of the show, Sean from No Totally hosted the Q and A support uh, podcast of color. Yes, and so a lot of podcasters uh, joined in on all the fun, and it was a really great discussion had by all.
0: Yeah, and it was nice to see you know a lot of us. We're all out here making sure that you are hearing different perspective, different views from, you know, from our end of things. Because I think Sean put this together because if you look at the top 10 list on Apple or this top 10 podcast list, it is very white. Um, And it's like, and it's funny because, you know, they may say, we've never heard of y'all. It's like, well, hell, we ain't never heard of (laughs) y'all. Like, it's like, we ain't never heard of these folks. And it was interesting to see that because I feel like when we're talking, when we're out here, you know, putting the word out. It's it's coming from a perspective that you may not even know. Like, when I think about us, we're one of the, if not the only podcast that features, you know, queers of color talking about things that we talk about, things that we see. There's tons of geeky, you know, podcasts, but we're talking from our perspectives, and there's not a lot of people doing that. There's not a lot of people out here speaking from um, no Totally's perspective, you know, not a lot of people speaking from Lemonade, fan bros or you know some of the other nerds of prey there's so many of us speaking from different you know backgrounds and experiences that I, I feel like it needs to be heard you know you're from the south I'm from the south but I'm in LA and you're in you're still in the south you're younger I'm older there's so many different things we have experienced in the queer world in the geek world in our lives that are very different that you know we put out here so people can hear us and these are things you just wouldn't probably hear all the time like I know just from the weekend we were getting messages and and people saying like I like like thank you or you know I'm glad that we can hear this or I just discovered this and I'm very happy and and it's great because it's like you know they're they're, we're we're always searching to hear ourselves we're always hoping to to see and hear and to feel validated so I think what Sean did was amazing to get us out there exactly yeah and
1: being petty. Did you see some of the trolls that came
0: trying to come into the conversation? They did. And I'm like, you know what? You know, take you and your raggedy draws. Go go home.
1: They had a stiff... Everybody kind of basically stiff-armed them.
0: Yeah, I was like, okay. Was hilarious. It was.
1: Oh, and to the person that said uh, somebody mentioned that podcasting is really not hard and y'all need to really be hustling. And I'm like, okay, sir, let me tell you something. A lot of us have full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are either in a relationship or are married. A lot of us have kids. A lot of us do a lot of different other extracurricular activities. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot of us are not getting paid to do this. So, I don't know what hustling means to you, but everybody, me, Victor, Everybody who has a podcast that uh, participated in the uh, the Q and A are hustling.
0: <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. You know, I just let those people just go. So I'm like, well, good. I'm glad you feel like it's easy, but yeah.
1: <laughs> right. So anyway. Yes. Enough with Aunt uh, Mace tea. So it, I think the the kettle's empty right now.
0: The kettle is now we're going to talk about kind of the best and worst of 2016 because you know the, the year is about over it's trickling down like I look at this we're already in the teens of December <laughs> so we're Thank God. so we're already tinkering down but we want to talk about you know some of the best and worst so I don't know you want to start with the worst or the best because sometimes I like to do the worst
1: okay uh, one of the worst <laughs> was release of No Man's Sky oh. I'm like, okay because I was so hyped about this game mm-hmm. and then I played it I was like, okay, well this is not what I wanted, but I'm still rock with it, and then it started crashing, it was just, it wasn't what I expected or what they advertised hmm. and then the after, after the initial release after the bullshit as far as the creator saying, oh, No mascot got was a mistake, and then he was like, oh, my account got hacked, or I'm like, okay, y'all, y'all are just pulling all kinds of stunts shows. And then they're releasing all these patches to try to make the game worth a damn. I'm like, okay. So when this was initially released, it should have been like $30 brand new, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. But I know they're trying to make up for it, but it seems like they took a whole even Greater, but we'll see. In the next few months, they're supposed to be releasing some more patches and whatnot. Hmm. But I'm saying, my God, I've never seen a release of a game go so south before, and I've been playing a long time.
0: I would say one of the best of the year was Captain America: Civil War. We're thinking about movies. I think that was one of the best comic book movies we've had a very long time next to winter soldier personally um one of the best avenger movies one of the best use of multiple characters it was wonderful we got to see black panther we got to um you know see you know the love triangle between you know um, captain america bucky and um falcon you can you can throw Sharon in there too, but I'm gonna say those two, those three, and um, it was really a great movie. I liked the pacing of it, even though it was long. It's about almost the same length as Mad versus Sad, but there was actually a story and some good pace. So, I think it's one of the best, and it kind of kind of set the new tone for those movies to be like this is where we're going. Either you get on track, get information, or you you just don't. But they set like this is where we're going and we all went there. But I would say the worst, when it came to our superhero movies, was Mad versus Sad. Um, you look at it, like it's been on HBO, and I peeped it again. And I was like, this is really a horrible movie. <laughs> like I said, it's really, it. as we said it before, we, we talked about it way back. It was just, it did not come together. It was just so many pieces. Superman is just this emo, brooding, prick and then you got Batman who's just, he needs to you know, he needs to like just wax one off you know (laughs) (laughs) he needs to masturbate because he is just always angry for no apparent reason and was fooled so easily fooled so easily, tricked so easily he's supposed to be one of the greatest detectives (laughs) yet. how are you supposed to be the greatest detective and like the Scooby Doo
1: gang can
0: solve mysteries I know, the white Portuguese bitch that was you could have googled that and found that was a boat but okay like it was just so much that was not there Lex Luthor was the worst villain the best part of it was Wonder Woman and she barely had any lines Um, so you know how would Lois know to one throw she threw away the spirit and had oh I need to go back and get it but how'd you know you need to go like it was just so much so much it was pretty at times cause the, the cinematography but besides that the worst
1: Best. let's see I will go another game overwatch hmm. now overwatch to me has been one of I am still playing that game I think about almost 200 hours in uh, and it's one of those games that I didn't think I would like as much as I do mm-hmm. uh, it's it seems like at first when you play it uh, the gameplay is kind of simple. Mm -hmm. But once you get into it, it gets more complex and more strategic as far as, especially with a a shooter game. You wouldn't expect that from a shooter. Um, So I think, and and they're still releasing free content, which is great. You don't even have to buy a season pass or, you know, any of this uh, other DLC that a lot of other games are now doing. So I think uh, Overwatch. I think is one of the best games of the year, if not the best game of the year. Hmm.
0: I will say, when it comes to comic books, now actually, before I leave the movie world, I will say another worst: X Men Apocalypse that was one of the worst that to me killed that was like this is how we end this series Um, it just did not come together I did not like the fact that you had Apocalypse who basically made Storm versus her being special Um, he gave her the white hair you know what I'm saying like he gave her I'm like that's not I was like okay Um, you got Psylocke here running around in heels who barely spoke her, it didn't really have a purpose to be in the movie anyway. Um, technically, should not have been Asian because she wasn't Asian yet in the 80s. She was still a white woman. Um, brought into Phoenix for no apparent reason. There was just pieces that did not work well. It was just... You had, again, Storm running around, scared most of the time. I just... It was just like, really, y'all made this movie? You made Mystique, The Leader... In the champion, which I'm like, she's never been that person. She only led two groups the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and Freedom Force, and they were all both dirty. So I'm just like, Freedom Force was basically um, B613. (laughs) So I'm like, that's what that was in the comic book world, basically, is what they were. And so I just feel like that, okay, so this movie was just nonsense. So. That was another bad movie. Um, you could have
1: just stopped at Jennifer Lawrence, cause you yeah. know, I, even though she is originally from Kentucky, I don't have any love for her. Mm-hmm. Especially the shit that she pulled uh
0: when they were filming for that movie, that new movie with her and Chris. Oh Bryan. yeah, I heard about that. I'm like, girl.
1: so much praise for mediocrity and I'm like girl I know a gang of folks especially drag queens that can act in circles around you but yet you think just because oh you have this blasé attitude that that's charming I'm like no that's sad yeah. and that's tiring
0: but yeah like, bro, but I would say you know even she couldn't nobody could help that movie nobody not even Storm having an actual voice. I mean, having the actual accent didn't work. But I'm gonna leave that in the in the worst bin. But jumping into comics, what I think was really good this year. So a few things. Um, Wonder Woman was a great relaunch. Great work from Grid Rucka, uh, from Liam and from um, Rika Scott. I mean, they've done Nika Scott. I'm sorry. Um, did great work with Wonder Woman brought her back out of the out of the ruin um, It was just a great comic um, Great comics. So Wicked and Divine was good this year um, Rachel rising is very good this year. I need to get into Rachel rising. We have the Introduction of Riri Williams a little controversial, but it's gonna be a good character So it was nice to see a little bit of that and um, But the worst when it comes to comics was Civil War 2. Part 2 was not a good run. Some of the Marvel multi-storylines just don't... They need to quit. They're
1: trying to do too much. I think... uh, Lean on something that has been done to death and then it can't really translate into today's comics. Yeah,
0: I think they don't know how... Like, If you're going to do a multiple-piece story, make it I don't know if they need to do that anymore. Like you know, great crossovers were great in the late eighties and nineties, but I feel like now it's not really. I feel like they're more about money grab than it is about telling a story. Because what they do is they have like the the nine issues, and then they have like all these side stories. So you're just like, do I really care about side stories? No. Do they really tie into the override story? No. So why am I buying all this? Um, so I feel like Civil War Two was just like a waste of money. Um, I also feel like Justice League, the reboot of Justice League was a waste of money, <laughs> um, and I'm not really feeling the Titans, um, the Teen Titan one either. So there's some, but also I would jump back on the, on the um, the best Jam. Jam has been a very consistent comic, um, where I mean it came out before two thousand sixteen, but it's been very consistent introduction of. Kimber Stormer being lesbians and being in love to Blaze being the transgender um, misfit um, in the group. And then they introduced the Stingers this year um, with, you know, I think I think Riot is kind of ambivalent. Like, we don't know what his sexuality is. He can go either way. And they actually made it really neat that um, Rhea is a member of the Stingers. Yes. She's the drummer. She's the drummer. So yeah, Rhea is a uh is a member of that. and it's a, it's a it's really good. So if you're not reading Jim and you're a Jim fan, read Jim. It is amazing, it's fun, the art is amazing. Um so yeah, I will say in comics they are killing it. I don't really have anything worse. Any more worse pieces. But some of those comics are doing really good. Um, Black Magic is another comic that y'all should be checking out. It's wonderful. The art is wonderful. If you're into witchcraft and stuff like that, it's a very good comic. And Scarlet Witch is good, too. So I would say that's what's good and bad in comics for me. As far as TV shows, I think
1: the good, the best, uh, of course, Queen Sugar, uh, Atlanta, Insecure, uh, Luke Cage. These... Mm -hmm almost like a, a renaissance of black black TV mm-hmm. uh, so it was good to see and it was original black TV it wasn't like the same old tropes that used to play out in the 90s and the 2000s mm-hmm. you know we get to see new material we get to see black people being multifaceted not only just a one monolith thinking being mm-hmm. we get to see different abstract concepts don't necessarily drive a point home but they reference it so afterwards it hits you like uh, things on things that happen in Atlanta yeah we get uh, in insecure the complexities of being uh, in a relationship and being in a black relationship you know as far as cheating as far as this and that Um, and Luke Cage we get a uh, being a hero but he really doesn't want to we get all these sh- different shades of black and latino women basically that were running that anchored the show in my opinion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just like I said it was so good to see a renaissance of black actors and actresses in TV because I think we needed that mm-hmm. and it's it felt like to me like it started maybe last year a, little, a trickle effect well, trickling, and then it kind of ramped up this year and hopefully we can see that momentum going forward into the new year.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'll say some of the worst with TV shows because I agree with those well, for the best, but some of the worst was American Horror Story Roanoke. That just seemed like a mess. That just seemed like they didn't know what to do with that. Um, it, You know, American Horror Story starts out good for the first two, three episodes and then by the fifth, starts falling apart this started falling apart early I mean, and I'm just like okay I think we need to not do any more American Horror Stories um, I would say oh well I would say for best in TV shows I would throw Westworld in there some people did not like Westworld but it came around um, in later episodes and it was just really amazing so I you know I will say give it a shot it's really interesting where they may go with it and again Tandy Newton is a character to watch in this show so really get into that um another Isn't Jeffrey right in there? he's in that he's in there too, and it's really good. I mean, like he's always good, but you know, to see Tandy you know, really shine was really fun for me. So I was very excited for that. um, but you know, and again, when it comes to worse, there were a lot of shows that I, like, like i I'll be honest i I watch vampire Diaries <laughs> yeah. I watch it I watch it for Bonnie. But I hate it because it never gives Bonnie the shine that she needs. And I always hate the way they treat her. I feel like that she's supposed to be this badass witch, and they don't give her what she needs. Um, And I don't like her wigs. And I just feel like they just need to, like, let Bonnie be. Like, she needs her own show, personally. That's my personal opinion. Because I'm kind of, I love Kat Graham. I like who she is. And I feel like she needs more shine, too. But I just feel like Vampire Diaries needs to go. This is the final season, but I feel like when it comes to supernatural stuff, that show needs to just go. It's just just lies. Um, And I will say, and I might get shot down for this, but the DC TV shows are the worst for me.
1: I think they're kind of getting a little muddled. I've been hearing a lot of people saying they're kind of like... Okay, that doesn't
0: make sense, or they're not really feeling any of the seasons. Mm, like, I I try to watch Supergirl. I try to watch them all, and I find myself like, girl, what's on? Um, I'm like, what's on what you call it? What's on? Like, I find myself looking at old clips on YouTube of Facts of Life before I was actually trying to finish one of these episodes. And I'm like, this is bad when I can't do this. So it's, I, I don't feel that those, those TV shows bring it enough for me. Well, I don't feel like there are, are... I think because, you know, Marvel, even, you know, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., even though it's not on Netflix, I feel like those shows give you something. Um, you know, Daredevil all of, and, and Luke Cage, they give you something. But I don't feel like we get this, and I don't know if it's because it is CW, because, you know, it's called Caucasian, you know, Caucasian Network. Like, it's on that to the point where it's, it, it's just so muddled and not completely entertaining so I don't find myself taking it seriously so I feel like the okay. DC shows on CW just don't mm, and I don't and I hate that because you know as a gay man who's producing all those shows and you know shout outs for Greg volanti but the same time I'm not I'm not I can't feel them I've tried I really tried but I can't yeah I
1: actually I haven't any of those CW superhero shows. Mm -hmm. I started uh, Arrow on Netflix, but for one, I kind of got, I was over the, I was just over it like the first few episodes. Um, Another uh, worse, as far as TV, was Fear the Walking Dead. I don't know why that is still on. Um, They can all, except for the black guy, except for, uh, shit, I even forgot his name. But all of them can die. <laughs> I don't understand why uh, the young girl, well, the, the lady, left the 100 to go for this show. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, they all do some dumbass decision decision making. And then the, one of the sons, Nick, is a, a drug head. And then the other one is a, a fucking maniac. I'm like, okay, so when are y'all getting the fuck up out of here? Because yeah. I have shit to do. Uh, another <laughs> worse. Uh, I'm just gonna say this whole year, as far as deaths. I mean, we lost Prince, we lost David Bowie, we lost uh, Natalie Cole, we lost all these icons that we didn't think were gonna die. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the deaths were just so. It, it seemed like it was. So many, more than normal. Like Mm -hmm. we can understand a few of a a few of the legends going, but it seemed like everybody was trying to get the fuck up out of here. Like they knew that this orange Cheeto looking bastard was gonna come up and steal the election, which he did. And you know, you can't tell me different.
0: Well, well, it's. The stuff is coming out, And speaking of that. Like, that is the worst to me. Donald Trump is the worst of this year. But I do like the fact that right now it looks like Russia did intervene. And I also like the fact that it's splitting up people within, the, you know, in their party, in the Republican Party. Because it's like, no, we need to we need to save democracy. <laughs> we need to figure out this stuff. So that is a worse. The deaths and Donald Trump. Oh, God. That's- it's just
1: so worse. And speaking of worse, so, you know, uh, Joe Walsh, on Twitter, you know, yeah. he's always sweeting these bullshit ass things. But lately, I think he's seeing the
0: light. Well, you know, if if they are true, he's supposed to be from the Tea Party movement, and or it to how I? In in the general of sense, they're supposed to be holding both sides accountable. So maybe he's going back to. The the general, I don't know. Because I think as soon as I say that, he's going to turn around and say something stupid. But, you know, they're supposed to be not on either side. They're supposed to be holding both sides accountable. So it's been interesting to see what he's been saying lately. So, yeah, I've been like, are you saying this? Are you saying this? So, yeah, that's... It's been interesting to see. He's probably just trying to get his kids for, like, Christmas, so... I don't know. I'm not trying to see it for her. I'll also say... Best and worst, best was black women because black women held down 2006. Black women stood up, black women fought, black women marched, black women stood tall. Um, This year, not only for Black Lives Matter, but for geekdom, but for rights, but for, you know, for families, for, you know, equal pay. Black women were holding it down a lot this year, and it was amazing to watch. Um, black women were speaking out about things that should be spoke out about, um, but the two big losses, the two big, um, just lose or whatever you want to say. Um, black men, black men were just not bringing it. They were either attacking not only black women but attacking us as queer men. You know, talk about how they could not march with DeRay because he's gay or you know, they couldn't do these things because of stuff like that. Just heter- like heterosexual, like hetero black men were kind of a, a loss this year. White feminism was a loss because that, that was a huge lie. Um, that's a big loss. White men always a lose every, year. <laughs> like like there's always a big um, fail every, you know, they always, but it was, inter- was kind of interesting and sad to see that black men was also in that range this year. Yeah.
1: Uh, we had a lot of good, uh, like, like I said, another re- renaissance or a resurgence of really powerful uh, black music. So with Solange, with Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. with uh, who else? There was a lot of others.
0: Yeah, but then I I would say the worst is some of this mediocre music, and you know. Taylor Swift and her snake-ness and all that stuff like a lot of that was bad. Uh, I don't... that was kind of funny. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> the snake. <laughs> she got yeah, busted. Was to me. But yeah, I will say, you know, pop culture had best and worst times this year. You know, you had, you know, a lot of artists, a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, representing queer people of color doing their mm-hmm. thing. But it was worse because, you know, you had white people trying to redefine pop culture. I was writing these think pieces about nothing. Like, oh, you know, like, you know, what you call it is canceled. Um, Oscars of White is canceled. Or writing these articles, writing that article about the Olympics, you know, trying to out these folks. Like, it just felt like there was a lot of media. the uh, Let me just rephrase that. Media was... Should receive the worst of two thousand sixteen, and they just failed at everything. Yeah, just not holding journalism. people accountable, doing all these silly think pieces, doing these articles that was divisive. Um, trying to tell us, you know, that these white women started all like box braids, and you know all these things like that. It was media and journalism was just at its worst. So, I think like they got the worst of two thousand sixteen as well.
1: Speaking of that uh, article about the Olympics, did you
0: see that guy has not tweeted, I've
1: not heard, nor repeat, <laughs> nor sound
0: of him since. Because he knows. Like I feel like, you know, I think you said it before, because Twitter is black Twitter, if not POC Twitter. And it's to a point that you say something, somebody's going to come after you, they're gonna you. Like, and they're going to get you. And if you got caught up before, you, you're you very cautious about what you say and do. And like mm-hmm. I like Selena Gomez, <laughs> Like, I mean, we're talking about pop stuff, but it's like, you know, like when she said her mess and they clowned her on Twitter, She, you didn't see her for the longest time. Like, I feel like, as I said before, the best and worst is pop culture, but the best part is when we do hold people accountable. And I like that in part of pop culture, we come for people who are trying to dismantle us or trying to um, disrespect us. So I do like that. I like that we can come together and, on that. and sometimes we do a little bit much. But I do like that we do come together and, you know, hold these people accountable.
1: If anything, Black Twitter is hilarious. Yeah.
0: And I will say, you know, my final best and worst is best was, you know, geekdom. Geekdom was pretty good this year. And especially from the people of color, because there's so many of us that we've connected with, but also just seen who are very talented, who are creating things, who are great illustrators. Um, you know creating programs doing all this stuff for geekdom that is changing the game we're seeing um, people of color who are superheroes who are aliens who are you know leading stories that a fantasy and sci-fi and that has really grown a lot this year and it's been amazing y'all need to get on some tumblr and just Google some of this stuff, because it is amazing to look at so many of these artists and writers and creators who are people of color who are killing it, who are queer people of color who are killing it. And it's such amazing things. I think what we should do next year is every time we can, we'll try to highlight queer people of color who are you know creating things and illustrating things. And if they have a, if they have like a Kickstarter or something, we, we want to let people know about that. So it was so great to see so many of us out here changing the game that has been white for so long and we have challenged these white fans because they can't take it but but the fact that we are out here we're making changes and we're doing this stuff but that to me is the best of this year seeing us rise when it comes to geekdom and representation in that
1: I think the best would be us
0: starting this podcast Oh yeah. I mean
1: we started at what?
0: Yeah, we started right back in March. Like yeah, that, and we're still going strong. I yeah. mean, it's something that I thought, I think that we both wanted to do, but we're kind of indecisive about it. So well, you helped me I, make the decision because you were more, you were very animated about it, and I was like, you know what, why not? Why not just do this? I have nothing else to lose. Um, and you know, so I appreciate, I, I appreciate that you pushed. Me to do this because you had that energy, like let's just do it, and I was like let's just do it. What am I? You know right. what am I waiting on?
1: Yeah, I'm like, yeah, what are we waiting on? And we don't have any kind of, you know, people to answer to. We don't have, like, a big network that we have to be on, you no. know. So it's like, why not? Let's do it. So we're
0: still going strong, and we're going to go strong in the new year. That's right. And we hope that the rest of our, you know, our brothers and sisters in podcast arms are continue on, too, because um, we hope to you know, not only continue for us to grow, but we want the rest of us to grow. And we wanna grow together, and we wanna be a force, especially when it comes to the geekdom of POC podcasts. We want us to be a force that they cannot say no to us. That when we, when they're doing something, they have to be like, oh, we gotta make sure they're here. We gotta make sure that, you know, Black Girl Nerds is here, and, and Omega Sheen is here, and Lemonade is here, and we need to make sure that these folks are here, you know in these discussions so you know when these comic cons pop up they better be like oh we need to make sure that they got a pass to get up in here that's our goal we want to make sure that we are representing everywhere so they can't do any type of interviews without us they can't do any type of promotion without us they can't talk about new projects and Marvel and DC without us they need us and we want them to soon realize that we're about to become the Phoenix and (laughs) <laughs> I'm just talking crazy but at this point they will they will have to recognize our power and they will have to respect that power exactly you know we're like fame we're gonna live forever uh, come on come on now <laughs> come on now Coco <laughs> so
1: in my uh, last words for, uh, since we're wrapping up here uh, yesterday I saw a documentary it was called uh, Do I Sound Gay? hmm This filmmaker, his name is uh, David Thorpe, and he's talking about how his uh, his speech, how he talks, is more nasally, more feminine. Mm -hmm. So he goes on this quest to kind of change his voice, and then in turn, he uh, discusses things about why gay people basically code switch between either each other, if it's with uh, heterosexual people, you know, different groups. Uh, it also examines insecurities that we have within ourselves as far as how we grew up, how masculinity or hyper-masculinity has played a part in how we talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very interesting. I highly recommend it. Again, it's on Netflix, and it's called uh, Do I Sound Gay? All
0: right, and as we... I wanna recommend something really quick too. The Trans List, if you have not seen The Trans List, is on HBO, It's get on HBO Go To, it is amazing. I watched it the other day. Um, Janet Mock is hosting it. And it talks to a lot of different trans people from all walks of life, from Miss Major, to Shane Ortega, to Laverne Cox. Um, it just talks to a lot of trans people. And their experiences, and it's amazing. It is amazing to watch. It's only an hour, y'all. Check it out. It is. It was a. It was something good to watch, and it helped me realize, you know, a little bit more about the trans community. So if you, you know, looking for something to watch, you know, check out. And do I do I talk gay? Is that the name of it? Do I sound gay? Do I sound gay, and then check out Translist too, because that's out there too. Yes,
1: as it it really, it made me think about a lot. Mm-hmm. whether it be with uh, people I know people I don't know people in the black community, even with my family. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh it's complex, you know, mm-hmm. how we speak uh, and all
0: that all that good stuff. Well, I'll check it out on, on the break when I'm able to sit down and just watch a lot of some foolishness. Not say that's foolishness, but when I'm watching a lot of other stuff, that I'm like, why am I watching this? I'll put that on my list. Yeah, and I
1: Bliss, I need
0: to go ahead and clear out my Netflix queue because it is getting insane oh lord I need to do that too because I have all these other movies and then I have shows I want to go back and watch and then I have so much I want to catch up on so I need to
1: oh lord yeah like the majority of my queue is documentaries and yeah. maybe a few cartoons
0: and a couple of movies yeah because I know I need to look at the 13 that's what um, Ava Duvernay. I know she did that I want to watch that
1: that oh my god it's I had to start it and then stop it and then start it again and then stop it it's it's a lot yeah
0: people say it's but very you, emotional
1: yeah and it will probably put you in a mood and it'll probably like cuss out any random white person
0: you see <laughs> so, yeah, like peaches like peaches and um <laughs> what you call he wasn't random and um, low down dirty shame but when she saw that guy in that right. TV show. <laughs> she ran out and <laughs> then yeah peaches so, anything else before we wrap up no that's it that's that's all i have um here's a petty thing um negan you need to gain some weight okay you need to gain some weight. i was watching them um the walking dead and i was like you first i'm like now jeffrey is a sexy man he is I'm, I'm I'm if he walked in here and said we're going back into the broom closet, then we'll go back there and, and be naughty. But I was looking at him like you are too skinny. You are. I can't do nothing with this.
1: Okay, I haven't seen the uh, the season finale,
0: but oh, it was good. I'm not gonna say
1: nothing. Okay. Um. With that being said, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Porter Bazan Victor is at Wonderman5. You can follow the podcast at Megashane Pod And the our sister account, Megashine. You can like, comment, subscribe on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. We're also on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash TheMegashame. Yep. Um, and that's about it.
0: That's about it, y'all. So we will see y'all next week.